1973, John and Helen Brack left Australia for the first time to travel in Europe for three months. The Bracks eagerly anticipated the opportunity to visit great historical cities and to study works of art that they had, until then, only seen in reproduction. However, although Helen enjoyed the trip, the effect on John was unexpected. John wanted to go terribly much. Look, he looked up all the books and he had all the museums written down where, where the pictures he wanted to see were and, oh, dear, dear, dear. But he hadn't budgeted on the fact that he'd hate it and he absolutely hated travelling. He hated the crowds. He hated not being able to manage the money. He hated the loss of control. The whole thing was a nightmare for him. But we had our, our disciplines, and every morning we went to look at the museums, and every afternoon we did history. We walked miles and miles and miles and miles and miles around the city we were in. And that was important to John. I was interested in all the pictures, and, and he would say, well, you're going to go to where you go, and I'm going to go where I go, and we'll meet at quarter to one and have a cup of coffee. So that's what we did. But, of course... When we went to Amsterdam, we've got to look at the Jewish bride and we have to look at the, um, the Vermeers in the London Gallery and all those things. We have to look at the Bruegels. And one of the awful things was when we got to Belgium, we went to Belgium particularly to see the Magritte's and it was closed. Brack found peace in places like the British Museum, where he was captivated by the artefacts from ancient civilizations. Like all tourists... He collected postcards from museums and galleries as mementos. Two years later, they became the basis for the Unstill Life series. In souvenirs, postcards showing figures from various ancient cultures balance precariously on the tips of pencils and cutlery or float in an ambiguous space. Brack eschewed all painterly expression in these works, and used the finest sable brushes to achieve the desired detail. He would make a series of preparatory drawings and watercolour studies before constructing a tableau of the composition using real props. This series also represents a shift in Brack's art. In his later works, apart from portraits and paintings of the nude, literal representation of the human figure disappears. After the European trip... Helen Brack said, he turned his back on international trends and proceeded directly into visual analogy. Viewers and critics were baffled by this seemingly radical change of direction and the images were regarded as intellectual and inaccessible. However, by this time, Brack had become frustrated with the lack of analysis by the viewing public, art academics included. Helen said, At the beginning of his career, he believed that the artist's job was to engage with the public, so all the early work has social depiction easily accessible. But he believed that the viewer's job was to engage with the content of the pictures and that underlying meanings placed deliberately by him would follow any superficial engagement. It took John until the end of the ballroom dancing series before he conceded that even art academics were staying with the obvious only. This feeling of being misunderstood, or of his artworks not being adequately considered, troubled Brack. He always felt a failure that he wasn't doing what he thought he was doing. 
that what he knew he was doing in his picture, what was there to be read for anybody who was who was interested, somehow was not being read. Art academia were admiring the picture, but it didn't seem. Expert viewers were seeing the input that was there, and that was a problem for him. <laughs> 